Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Tune In, Whack Matters' newest podcast. It's sick, bro. Sick, bro. I'm uh, one of your hosts, Marcus, and this is my co-host. Elon. Elon Musk. We got him on the show. So, um, tell me about that good, good car that you've been making or something. I'm a different Elon. Sorry to um, burst your bubble. Sorry, there's been a slight mix-up. We got the wrong guy on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we got it. Wait. Aw, dang it. Nards. No, this is my co-host, Karsten. Dang it. <laughs> and um, this is the show, Tune In, where we essentially try to pitch people on the idea that cartoons are for adults and they're grown-ups Wait shows. a minute. Did you say pitch? It's just a, cross ever, a crossover it's episode. It's a crossover. Uh, no. Um, essentially just we think cartoons can be very well made and oftentimes are made um, treating kids as if kids aren't intelligent and can't figure that kind of thing out. But we and, all know kids really aren't intelligent. I mean, they're Why not Why do you as, think school exists? They're not as intelligent as adults, but that's not the point. The point is kids are capable of understanding more than they're kind of given credit for and um, shows can also be made for all ages. Very often cartoons are, but you have to find the right ones. So the idea is, here's a cartoon for all ages that families can kind of come together and enjoy. And we're going to be watching those and talking about them. So feel free to watch along with us if you have Netflix. This is uh, the show we're going over is... The Dragon Prince. The Dragon Prince. It's the uh, new Netflix original. It dropped last week, right? Um, It dropped the 14th of September. So it's been on there for like two weeks You told now. me last week. I said... I, I feel betrayed. I said about a week ago. You freaking nerd. Nailed it. Um so uh, episode 1 if you want to kind of get the full experience of the show go back to episode 1. We talk about um the first two episodes of The Dragon Prince and episode 2 for us we're going to be talking about the next two episodes. Episode 3 and episode 4 I didn't care to catch their names. Oh my goodness. Because I'm lazy because he's bad at this. Episode 3 is uh entitled Moon Rise. Makes sense go for it okay so basically this episode opens up with uh rayla callum and ezran running away as fast as their little legs can carry them uh because claudia is trying to kill them basically with black magic the forbidden arts and so she sends her little black magic wolves after him and they're running down the tunnel as fast as they can trying to get away and then we discover that callum is capable of using magic yes he so earlier I forgot to mention this earlier, I think it was episode two, he sees her do a specific um, spell, and he's able to f kind of, like, from memory, he gets a hold of, like, a special orb she has that is, um, has a storm, it's, a, like, a sphere. It's like a really fancy snow globe. Yeah, that has a storm captured on the inside of it, which is a, a neat idea, but he uses that and then just recreates the spell that she does, and he casts a spell and kind of uses it to get rid of some demon wolves that were chasing them. Yeah, it was sick, bro. It's every day, bro. Um, no. No. Yeah, no. No. Every is every. Just, just are you not a? Are you not a? Hold on. Are, we, are you trying to tell me you're not a Jake Pauler? I'd rather die. Oh wait! Don't tell me one of those freaky nerds who rolls in the low gang. I would rather cut off my own um hand. And so, so, um, um, Callum casts, and everybody kind of acts like it's a big deal. Well, 
she Rayla essentially like, oh, I didn't know you were a mage, and it's like a big deal to Callum because there's because he sucks at fighting. He yeah, sucks at pretty much everything except for art. Yeah, there's soft vibes that he's not good at things. He feels inadequate. Yeah, so feels like he cannot perform. So he um is good at magic after just like that. So like it's a big deal to him. He it's, is it's the a, chosen one. It's a big confidence boost. So he casts. They keep running. Continue. So basically, Kiss screams Dovahkiin, and then they um, start running down the hall as fast as they can, and they finally finally make it out, so they all go and they hide in a hay bale, so that uh, Rayla can try and... Not Rayla. Callum can try and save the king. So By this point, it's essentially too late, though. Well, he was already dead. Yeah, but... Omaiwa Mushindeiru. Shut up, Carson. We don't... We don't cater to your kind i'm sorry dude and you're haname hey weebs exist acknowledge it okay keep going with the show <laughs> okay so it was uh so that he runs up to the callum runs up to the tower where the king is hiding and we find and then it switches over to the top of the tower where uh jafar i forgot his name already viren viren yeah viram viren soren and a whole bunch of the guards are they're standing outside of the door to the king's bedroom making sure no one disrupts the king mainly those elves those pesky elves those pesky moon moon elf moon shadow elves moon assassins uh so man that's clunky as crap to say out loud <laughs> yeah so basically these um uh, moonbeam elves are um, they're running up the stairs, but they're invisible now, or so we're led to believe. Something like that. I mean, they can, the, the, they can be seen, but it's almost an effect. They're like, doper now. The visual effect almost looks like it's imitating invi- invisibility, invisibility yeah, like but a they can't, trip. like... But people can see them clearly. Yeah, it's like, but, like, we can see them because... And, I, and people in the show can see them. They interact yeah, with them. Yeah, it's... So, maybe they're Jedi, and they're using the Force to detect where they're where the enemy's gonna strike no. them. I think... This is actually just a Star Wars prequel prequel. I think what they're doing is... is I think... A surprise, to be sure. They're, they're su- like, I think they just get powered up. Kind of like how... In, uh, in, I mean, again, it's the same people who made Avatar, essentially. So, I think much how the Avatar thing worked... Where um, waterbenders were just stronger at nighttime because they were powered by the moon, and firebenders were stronger at the daytime. I think these moon shadow elves on full moons are just more powerful. They're, they're stronger. They're faster. Their their reflexes are better. Their durability's more. Are we gonna find out that this isn't even their final form? Maybe maybe they're like yeah maybe there's like a the moon gets closer one episode and it's a full moon and it they goes go, full on Majora's Mask. Yeah, they just the get moon. super saiyan. The moon is like the... They grow some monkey tails and turn into some were-monkeys and whatnot. And... Is this a crossover episode? Ah, uh, I'd pay money to see that crossover. I would. It seems good. It's like, what, an eight-way crossover? <laughs> Something like that. I mean, with all the shows that you're trying to say the prequel to, yes. What if they manage to tie it all in? Turns out all forms of television and movie media are connected in one universe. Yeah, all of it. All of it, even Fast and the Furious. I mean, you got to, man. But in our version, um, it doesn't suck. Brian, no, Fast and Furious is dope. What are you talking about? I've never seen it, dude. Oh no, they're gr- oh. We should watch Fast and Furious at some point. Not dude, for our show, to. just for fun times. For because our television of- show review, we're going to review 
all yeah, of the Fast our, and yeah, Furious for, movies. Yeah, for, for our cartoon television show for TuneIn, um, we're going to be reviewing uh, The Fast and the Furious. And Quick, then draw, it out and, Furious. draw it out frame by frame in MS Paint so that we can say it's a cartoon. <laughs> I'm dying. I apologize. We're all dying if you think about it. Shut up. <laughs> so. Oh, dear. I need a life. Agreed. So they are on the run. Also, while they're talking about magic and things, um, Rayla, because Callum knows nothing about magic, but he apparently is gifted at it. He was able to cast very quickly. Mentions jump backwards. Yeah, because we missed an important part that leads up for the next episode. Oh yeah. Um, she mentions or has something. I don't remember exactly, but she refers to the six ways that magic is able to be used, like the six legit ways that aren't evil and bad that involve killing precious magical creatures i I can't think of the words magical creatures for some reason ever mystical entities entities sure so she references that and then he thinks he remembers like a special box at the place that they were going to get sent to that um their winter lodge so he's like oh we need to go there and get that like that's like like kind of in the back of his head it looks like a it's a cube yeah, but... Dreidel, 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 I made it out of clay. Um, dreidel, okay. No, you know more to that? You know the rest of the song? Perhaps. Why? <laughs> well, you know, I watch anime, so I'm not Christian, but Judaism has nothing against anime. Idiot. Uh, Man, I sure hope my parents aren't listening. Okay, let's continue. Hold on, wait, does your dad listen to our show? When we're, whenever we're all in the same car. I know your mom listens to our show, so if you're on it, we got, got at least one more follower. What's up? Yeet. How's it going, Mr. Um, now they know my name. Thanks, dude. So much for the whole. How's Hello. it going, Mr. Carson's dad? Is that I, better? Yeah, we'll just edit that out. And we'll post. fix it. We'll fix that in post. Michael bleep me again. Um, wait, will he bleep this? Alright, say, keep going with the plot of the episode. Okay, so they're running, and uh, Callum's, like, walking up into the tower, and, oh, goodness, don't get me sick. Um, So Callum's walking up into the tower, and these elves are, like, 20 flights ahead of him, and they are killing everyone in their path, and they get to the top. again, children's show where people are getting just killed. Yeah, left and right, bodies flying everywhere, everyone is dying, chaos in the streets, pestilence, death. Chaos in the night. So, Callum gets up to the... Wait, no, no. Callum was ahead of him. Was ahead of the elves because he gets to the top first and tries to talk to the king to warn him about what's coming. And they and won't then, let him in. And Jafar's just like, screw you, kid. Get lost. And and this is where some of his... So, I mean, I want to talk about this. I don't mean to interrupt you, but... I'm personally offended. I did mean to interrupt you because you are going to gloss over this a moment. Yes, so, I was. um, Jafar, what's his real name? Viren. Viren is not a sympathetic villain, but you can you can kind of see where he's coming from. Most I of thought the, they were going to take him sympathetic villain, but then they kind of took him like, somewhere else. He leans, he wants power, and he very clearly is power hungry and kind of gunning for the throne. And you see that very early in the show, but um. One thing also is he sort of wants the best for his people. Like, he he wants his people to succeed, and he thinks the only way to do that is war. Well, I mean, for the first, like, 30 seconds, I thought that's where they were taking him, but I personally feel like he's more 
more selfish than selfless. Well, yes. I'm saying, like, he he is too arrogant and brash to believe that there's a way to, there's a peaceful way to figure this out, and he's too power-hungry for that. But I, I do think that, like, for instance, with our theory of him going ahead and doing the magic ritual to put the king inside the bird and stuff, like, he wants his friend to be alive. Because if, if he was solely power-hungry, he would let the king die and then just try to take over his king. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he he, he is not a 100% evil man. He's only 90% evil man. Like, like he, he's a bad guy, and you're cl- he's clearly the antagonist of this show. Clearly. However... He's not one-dimensional, and that is that is a thing that, like, again, to parallels to Avatar. Avatar did that very well with everybody except for Ozai. Ozai was straight up a bad guy, but like, there's even points when like Azula in that show, which I mean, we don't want to talk about Avatar too much because at some point we will watch Avatar: The Last Airbender, so we don't want to spoil that on our episodes about Dragon Prince, but. Or we could talk about Avatar under the episodes labeled Dragon Prince, and then on the episodes labeled Avatar, we can talk about Dragon Prince. Well, okay, then we have to talk about Dragon Prince way too long, because there's way more episodes in Avatar, so that would suck. Oh, so now there's a part where they're kind of running, and the am- the animation in the show is really clean, and... It's like, I don't know, it, it seems a little, to me, a little unnatural, because kind of it looks kind of slowed down at points, like the movements do, but it's But like, then other points, it seems quick. Yeah, it's... It's weird. It's it, trippy. Yeah. I like it. I think the character design's cool. They do this neat thing during certain, like, evil moments when Jafar is being evil. Um, if you pay close attention, his outline is sort of um, a, a reddish color rather than, like, the stereotypical, like, black, like, just jet black lines. So did you notice that, like, when we were watching just a moment ago? Or do you, like, and you, like, become more observant when you're asleep? Or... No, I, I definitely saw. I, I noticed that first watch. I've seen okay. it before, so I get the luxury of dozing off. Um, no, he yes, he's outlined in red, so like during kind of evil moments and stuff, and it's a subtle thing, but I think it's a really neat thing. Like I noticed, I'm like, that's a cool attention to detail. I'm gonna have to like watch for that now because I missed that. You know, it's neat. It's really cool, and, and it's not like a jet like it's not a jet. It's not like a blood red or anything. It's it, there's a red hue to like the the like outside he's lines. Glowing. Not no, too subtle for that. It's good. It's a it's a good thing, not a bad thing. I would say. Continue. Where was I? Where were we? We kind of um, like you were about to gloss it. over Callum. Oh Callum, yeah, Callum just got up there. So so he's up. He's and he's up. And Viren knows that he found the egg. So Viren's just like, kid, tell me where the egg is, or else. And Callum's just like, no, I need to talk to my father. But he doesn't like referring to the king as his father, since he's the stepson. He likes re- he just calls him the king because that's his title. So basically, um, how many times have I said had, said so basically? I mean, like a hundred. It's okay. Yeah, we'll get better. We'll, we'll fix it in post. <laughs> just edit out all of the so basically's. Just random cuts in the audio. Yeah, and and, if, and if Michael Michael just voiceover, <laughs> and then. <laughs> The next point is just with like generic. At that moment, Callum realized he'd messed up. So Jafar steals his voice, and oh, dude, that was a cool scene. Yeah, that was really cool. Like, there's it's such a neat show. There's really cool moments like that. Mm -hmm. So he freaking like Callum goes full Little Mermaid. Can't can't speak, and 
uh, gets basically gets like shoved into the corner while the elves appear and try to kill everyone. Yeah, the elves catch up and are there. And... Luckily, the humans in this world are like actually competent and manage to kill most of the elves. Yes, like it is. It is less one-sided than you think it's going to be. Because like this whole point, we're led to believe that the elves are like this unstoppable force. However, and nobody can like yeah. nobody can touch him. But then like they get up there and they're like they handle him with ease. And I wouldn't say with ease because like a ease lot compared of to died. how they were playing him up. Yes. However, they had the advantage. There was of, a lot of death. There was a bottleneck. They killed how many soldiers before they got there? So they were tired and worked their way through and stuff like that. Subtle details that don't matter. Yes, but like also yeah they they were sub- they were there under the they sent six soldiers to attack a kingdom. Under the guise that they'd have the element of surprise, and they lost that element and one of their elves. Rayla was not there to help them, so like, I cut them some slack. But yes, it does. They seem to think that like there's no possible way that they can do this, and it seems like if they had like I don't know six more soldiers in the kingdom, they would have won. But like, we'll see. Yeah. Um, and they're all fighting, and then. Callum is just like, oh no, I gotta, I gotta dip real quick, and, and, and then, and then all of a sudden runs he, off. he goes run and then there's a bass drop and he just takes i don't know the actual tune of that song so i probably I just I butchered it really bad there no i like your mouth dub stuff you can just my parents say i'm gifted so <laughs> okay i guess you just can't recognize talent i mean no i think you're doing a great job I'm proud of you yay Finally, somebody's proud of me. Acceptance. So yeah, and he they, runs, meets up with the rest of the group, pulls him out of the hay bale, and they just take yeah, off out of the city. They take off out of the city, heading to get his to the east. They're heading. I I south. caught that detail. No, they're going to the east. Yeah, they're going. That's happened. That is the detail that I did catch. Excuse me. They're heading towards Zadia. Zadia. I was gonna say Zernia, and I was like, wait, no, no, no that's not right. But also on the way is that place their father was going to send them the winter lodge the winter lodge so they're gonna build a they, mud man they decide they're going to stop there yeah so to go get that magical artifact that the cube the rubik's cube that callum wanted judaism and that's where that episode ends yeah so episode four called bloodthirsty i'll take the lead on this one since you took the lead on the last one thanks boo I- anything for you um so this episode kind of yeah so it starts up with them sort of being at the lodge like they're like approaching there and stuff approach with caution they show up and they're all kind of hiding because they don't know who's there they're on the run they know that elves are not wanted in this country so they are kind of careful and this is a recurring theme as the show goes on segregation yeah anytime they see um like humans and stuff, they they're trying to hide Rayla. They don't, they can't let people know that they have an elf. Wait a minute, am I catching racial undertones? I mean, maybe I would not, I would not be surprised if at some point they try to talk about the race issue with this show. But I have enough respect for these creators that I think they would do it in a, in a meaningful, not over hand hand fisted way. I mean, it's a Netflix original; it could go anywhere. Yeah, but I also yeah, like it could go anywhere, and I have respect for this writer. So, like, I think. That if he's able to give me a, a TV show that's supposed to be for kids but also talks about big government in a meaningful, neat way and shows pitfalls of that, that he can also talk about the race issue and not make it very hand over fist. 
and shove it down our throats. Oh, oh, okay. So, um, so they show up to this lodge and um, Rayla's gonna go be an assassin. So she's very acrobatic. And she's very going on a stealth mission. Quick. Yeah, so she's gonna just essentially run in, grab that stuff, and leave. After she takes off and gets inside the lodge, they notice that an army of humans approaches. And they notice their aunt, who... Is mute. Is mute. Not deaf. I first I thought she was deaf, but she very clearly hears people. Yeah, she's mute. I'm, and, like, the thing is... That I'm, I'm, the thing I'm curious about is, is she mute because of, like, a battle injury, or is she, like, born that way, or what? So I, I, I think at some point they'll go over that. I think it's really neat. I don't remember a lot of sign language, but I remember enough. I wish we would have had subtitles for the monologuing, because the interpreter didn't do a whole lot of talking during the monologues. Yeah, and he was... The voice actor wasn't great for him. I think the voice actors have all been pretty good so far, for the most part. Except him. He was He's not the best, which I think is unfortunate. I mean, he can improve. It, Maybe yeah, it's his I mean, first like, gig or something. Yeah, like, like, and and it wasn't upsettingly bad. He just, he was not as good as the no, rest of them. That sole fact that the secondary character had a bad voice actor just turned me off from the show yeah, completely. Yeah, it's trash. I'm, I'm done. done. So, um... And that's the end of the episode. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, so, no, but I, I do know, I remember enough of sign language I took in high school. She, they are animating real signs. She's actually signing. Sick. Maybe we yeah. should bring a deaf person in to... Which is a really neat thing, I think. Like, they... And again, Avatar Undertones, there's a lot of attention to detail that, like, those writers do and research they do to make the things work and line up well. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, hey, no, look up how to actually sign the things that she's saying and then make her sign them and make him interpret it. So Callum realizes that they're going to go in there and find Rayla. So he runs in and sort of loudly is talking about, whoa, there's a bunch of armed humans here and, like, does all this thing. And she, this is when you realize she's not deaf. The tacky kind of... Like, what? There's so many of you guys here. That's crazy. Uh, I don't remember her name. She's a really cool character, though. Like, she's tight. Amara. Amara. So... Amara. Um... She sees them, and then they kind of... She takes them under their wing, and you realize that the king sent word from her. She's that dope aunt that everyone wants, but no one gets. Yes. She was on the front line. She's defending the border. She's no at the border. No offense to my aunt. Um, I think they call it the breach is what they refer to their kind of border, border skirmish as. It's kind of like Gondor. Essentially. You're like Not unlike Gondor and being like right next to the area where the fights are. Anyway. It, it is though. It's the border It's the border wall where there's where but all like, the battles it, going it on. It might not be. It might. I don't mean. The, or at least that's what they're alluding to. Yes. But either way she's kind of the head of the army right now. She's the general of all the king's armies. No, it's Gondor. Okay. Um. So, but she was called back to come help defend the prince, to help the princes, is essentially what the king was calling for. And the, yeah. So, but this whole time the kingdom thinks that the princes are dead too. Yes. Because Jafar, Jafar lies. Yeah, Jafar. He's a sleaze bag. Yes. Can so, I say that? I mean, I guess I don't know. Okay. It'll get edited. Anything you say that will get edited out. Michael say, hey, don't say that again. I edited on this one. So. I okay. think it's fine, though. So, she finds Rayla, and they get into a fight, and then you kind of see how dope she is. She has this really cool shield. She's like it's, the Captain it's kinda, America of this universe. It's kind of like a Yurikai shield, though. Speaking of Lord of the Rings, she does pin her to the wall by the neck between it, like Aragorn gets pinned. Uh-huh. And, um, uh... It's dope. Fellowship of the Ring. It's really... A really neat fight scene. All the fight scenes are well choreographed in the whole show. I've seen all of it. So, spo- spoilers, Karsten. All the fight scenes are cool. Great, now I have no interest to continue, because yeah. I know the fight scenes are going to be cool. And, and well choreographed. So, Dang it, you um, ruined the whole show for she me. She gets knocked out. 
the people are eating and things, or they they get a bunch of food from the place. Air quotes eating. Yeah, they find it's, bread. It's all like, stale. It's, yeah, it's like super hard stale bread, which like, like when it's, you, a, it's it, a funny joke. It's, it's a like good when bit. you're like at home and you find that one baguette in like behind the blender and it's been there for like <laughs> months and but it's just still rock not solid. So all you can do is take it to the zoo and feed it to the fish because your mom won't let you eat it, even though you figured out how to eat it. Because she thinks you're a coward. not talking from experience. She thinks you're a coward. She's like, no, my kid's too much of a coward to do that. And then you have mom issues for the rest of your life, and you're an 18 year old with mom issues. I'll have you know, I am are you 19? 17. Are you 17 for real? No. How old are you, Carson? I'm not going to tell you on t- on live television. Blink it to me. Just blink the number of times how old you are. Okay, ready? Start counting. 18. Nailed it. <laughs> Wait. 19. Dang it. <laughs> okay, not important. So, the boys sort of, um, they don't even realize that Rayla's captured yet, but they're kind of packing up. They know at some point they have to leave to take the dragon egg. Rayla sort of, oh, Rayla, they figure out Rayla's captured. They send the toad down, um, what's a, du- a bait, a dumbbell waiter? No, no? I, um. Or, uh, a dumb, a dumb elevator. Not a dumb a elevator. Dumb elevator. It's like a complete idiot of an elevator. Yeah, the elevator is just a freaking dumb. It, it just failed every yeah, IQ let's test just, it's let's ever just taken. Let's freaking stupid shameless elevator real quick. What's it called? Uh, it's like a like a service elevator. Is that it? Here, let's Google it. We got the inner. Oh wait, no, I still don't have the Wi-Fi password. I mean, you just don't know how to spell. I don't know how to spell it. Essentially, what happens is those side elevators that are in kitchen that sends food up and down. The the the, the slave lifts. I don't know. Whatever. One of these small elevators for food. They send the toad down. The toad flashbangs. Rayla uses that to um, get out of the way. Yeah. And then, it, and then she frees herself. Because the guards are stupid and just swing their swords willy-nilly. Yeah. And she's a baller. So she goes. She gets her weapons back. They take off. They're all running away together. They kind of get cornered by the um, good guys. By the um, ants army. The good guys. It's kind of kind of a gray area at this point. We don't really know who's actually. She the seems. Good guy. She appears to be a good guy. Yeah, she's she's least. pretty chill. So, um, what happens is, um, they um lean into the fact that the stereotypes for elves in this human world are that they're all bloodthirsty monsters. Basically, orcs. Yes, yeah, so like they're all kind of evil. They just want to kill humans and stuff. So Callum's kind of threatening this. And then Rayla plays along and, like, holds knives up to their necks and she's like, you can do what you want, but, like, no, we're going to kill them. I'm, I'm going to kill them. It doesn't work in this effect to where they still fire an arrow at them. So she barely dodges it all the way. She has a, a neat braid in her hair, which is attention to detail. They animated this braid all the way up to this point. The braid gets shot out of her hair. The braid is not animated in her hair anymore. It's just a neat thing. It also comes into play later. It's cool. They take off and run. They jump into a boat and start paddling away. They barely get away. Um, the uh, ant sends um, another guard. Sends like a like a huntsman kind of thing. Yeah, he's really cool. He's, he's pretty dope. He seems dope. They send him. I would definitely want him chasing me. Yeah, and they're that's and kind of really gay. She essentially is just like, hey, follow them, follow them, and when you see your opportunity, save the princes. She's like, I'm going to go warn the kingdom and tell them the princes are alive and all this stuff. And then they take off on their boat, and that's sort of where episode four, Bloodthirsty, ends. Yes. Yes, it does. Um. So that's... Do you have anything you want to add or anything to talk about? 
Well, I mean, I think you covered it pretty good. Did most of the talking. Kind of forgot that I existed for a second. I did. I forgot oh, I existed. We haven't talked. I I had a, a existential crisis real quick oh, while okay. you were saying stuff. Um, I'm blanking on what's the accent. All the elves. I'm blanking on what the accent's called. It's like a Scottish accent. Yes, all the elves have Scottish accents, which I think is just a fun, wonderful thing. Pretty I, sick. That was for sure borderline offensive. Um, I don't care. Do you think I care? <laughs> what? It's just good. Look, look at me. I am the captain now. Uh, that's going to do it for us this week. We talked about those two episodes. Would recommend the show. Uh, I, do you think these these second two episodes? Episode definitely better. Better than one and two? Yeah, definitely better. Agree. It's it's definitely on an uphill, so we're just gonna wait till we get to the peak and then hit the downhill, and then be like, "Oh, rich the show's trash." Bye, I'm out. See, that'll probably be season two. Yeah, of course. Like, we, I mean, we'll see if season two is worth reviewing when it comes out. It's like sequels. Um, always, always better than the original. I thought. No, so, um, just want to thank you for uh, listening to our podcast. Thanks uh, for tuning in, if you will. <laughs> um, if you have the ability, uh, give us a, a five star rating on iTunes. If you don't want to give us a five-star rating, um, don't freaking waste your time. I mean, you could give us a one-star, but that's not going to help anyone in the long run. You're just wasting your time. Here's the thing. You're wasting your precious life minutes to do that, and you're screwing us over just to be the worst. So, like, everybody loses in that situation, as opposed to some people can win if you give us five-star ratings. Give a five-star rating to instantly die. That'll Mm. get us a lot of likes, though. You've never seen the whole like this photo to instantly die thing? Those are super popular. What is... Th- no. Do you even go on the internet? Do you live in this dark, scary place on the internet, Karsten? It's called Reddit. Yeah, you live in the worst place on the internet. I freaking knew... Well, I mean, okay, sorry. Second worst place. Twitter's clearly the worst place on the internet. Oh, I love Twitter. Twitter's the worst. So, um, uh, however, feel free to follow us on... Uh, Twitter's awful. On Twitter. Um, it's just at Whack Matters. Facebook, we're WhackMatters.com. Go like that page. Um, Instagram. Our Instagram is Whack matters underscore com because instagram's stupid and can't let you do periods yeah because it's just dumb um you can't have periods our youtube channels whack matters um just follow us on all these things uh if you really like the show and you like to help out the site there's a donate button you can feel free to uh donate money we are not allergic to that um i mainly want i'm sick and the and the main reason that i'm not better yet is because you guys won't give us money there's, yeah. a, there's a good chance this disease kills me unless you guys... Money help, fixes all of your problems. How about with that? Yeah, if you can just throw money at it. Um, unless your problem is having too much money. And then if you... No, then you just... Then money still solves the problem. Just start spending it. Um, ah, true. So, true. Wow. Mind blown. So, uh, we also have a, a merch link. We have Black Matters t-shirts. We have gray and black t-shirts. Um, Buy my shirts! That have a logo. It's really neat. I like the logo a lot. I think they're comfortable, soft t-shirts. I speculate that it's a pretty soft and comfortable t-shirt and that the logo looks cool. Carson will hopefully have one by the next time. We'll see how it goes. I mean, does it matter, though? This isn't a video podcast. I, we might switch to video at some point. Sick! I Dope. Can, I can, like, advertise stuff. Um. Yeah, you can advertise anything. <laughs> Carson will just spray out a shirt to show off a brand or something the whole time. Heck yeah! Get those indie <coughs> games some, some... Get those indie games some... Oh, yeah, because we're just so popular, we'll, like... We'll get sponsored by indie games. Yeah, what's up? No, not like they'll sponsor us, but like we'll get them popularity because we're just so popular. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> um, so my main goal is to blow up and then act like I don't know nobody. What is that? 
you normie. Uh, thanks for listening to our podcast, and uh, don't forget to uh, tune, tune in, in next time. Next week. <laughs> okay, but real questions: Belgian waffles or pancakes? What's your favorite type of waffle? Belgian waffle. But what's your favorite type of waffle? A Belgian waffle or a pancake? A Belgian waffle. Okay. I don't know. I'm kind of. I, I just like baked goods. Thank you for your honesty. Hundred people. Hundred percent of people agree with you. What? Start game. Let's go. Belgian mode activated. Sick.